Welcome. What a prick. <laughs> I can't say welcome. Oh, go on. You do it. Welcome to Bad Dad's Film Review, the podcast where a bunch of movie-loving dads who once sacrificed their cinematic passions at the altar of parenthood are finally clawing their way back to the big screen. And just to spice things up, we'll also dive headfirst into the abyss of our kids' questionable viewing choices so that you don't have to. Now, it's probably bold of me to assume anyone was listening last week, much less all the way through to the end, but if you were, and you heard Dan confidently announce that this week's choices would involve the classic pig identity crisis movie Babe, you might have assumed there would be something of a more cohesive theme this week than the frankly Frankenstein-esque show we have viewed, (laughs) which tonight kicks off with us taking a look through Peter's Tinder profile as we discuss the top five pigs in movies. (laughs) Before we take a look at Netflix's Roll Doll adaptation, the wonderful story of Henry Sugar, brought to us by director Wes Anderson, a man who never met a whimsy he couldn't charm with his quirkiness. And then we finish things up with a recommendation provided by Dan's youngest, who asks us to plumb the depths of banality to review YouTube content creator SSS Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf? Sniper Wolf. And if you thought reality TV was the zenith of modern shallowness and mediocrity, then this might give you pause to think again. A quick disclaimer for you, our film reviews may contain trace amounts of actual film analysis, which is very much accidental. Listener discretion is advised. And with all that said and done, there's just the dads left to introduce, starting with Sidey, who this week has finally mastered the art of juggling flaming but definitely completely soundproof chainsaws. I wonder if you'd give us a quick demonstration of that, please, Sidey. Whoa. Fabulous. Again. Amazing. We also have Dan, whose first cinema experience was so long ago he had to hand crank the projector, by which I mean he masturbated a homeless man in the dark. (laughs) Uh, We also have Peter, whose family gatherings are like a marathon, only with a lot more participants and a lot fewer running shoes. And finally, there's me, Riggs. Hello. Hello. G'day. Yeah. Well, we normally talk about what we've been watching. Have you guys been watching anything of note? Yep. Oh, Pete. Ooh, straight in. Wow. Pete is straight in. Okay, the Ryder Cup. Oh, uh, well, wasn't it glorious? Okay. Oh, wasn't was. it glorious? Yeah, the, the, the continent of Europe unifying against the Yanks. A common foe. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. It was, yeah, it was amazing. Oh, yeah, we've Let's absolutely golf. schooled them. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It was beautiful. And we've yeah. swung the golf bats as good as anyone else, even better. Better, right. than, better, yeah. better than them. Yeah. Better than them. That, yeah. was, that was In glorious. Rome. I seriously like for uh, considering I never watch any other golf in in any other form mm. and have no interest in playing it myself. The Ryder Cup it, it piques my interest no end every time it comes around. Yeah, it's it's one of those competitions in a sport that is otherwise very conservative and you know understated in winning and losing you rarely see emotion i saw a little mardiness in this one yeah it spills out in this this is the fans and anyone see that fella just run straight across the green and chuck himself in the lake yeah (laughs) it's brilliant yeah (laughs) there was some naughtiness with the caddy that made its way even to a non-golf person like yes yeah so they did that they did that years and years ago like 99 something like that at brookline where they they all ran on all of them ran on and danced while i was still waiting to putt and they basically did that again it was just the caddy who did it but there was all this hoo-ha about not wearing like they're so pathetic that his cantley wanted to protest about not getting paid you yeah. never get no one's ever been paid for the rackets. i don't know why they're raising it now but they get paid to play in the the, the president's cup and so there was this whole fucking like bullshit thing about not wearing a cap and so the caddy like 
ran and round and fucking waved his cab right in front of McAvoy where he was about to putt and McAvoy wasn't fucking pleased about it because mm. the, the yeah. game wasn't over you know, he still yeah, had poor form yeah it's just like it's golf's one of those things that has etiquette and whatever so he, he, he didn't like adhere to the traditions and all that fucking oh. bullshit so it spilled yeah. out to the car park where a bit like entering a pig into a <clears throat> sheepdog competition yeah, yeah. yeah. ungentlemanly conduct yeah. but McElroy like he was never going to fight anyone let's be honest but he's fairly like built you know he like yeah. oh, he would have fucking well, that, that, that would have been an Larry interesting just like gone full knacker and ride a cup imagine a full on like wwe style dust up dust up in the car would have been fucking fancy shane lowry to to lever a few but um yeah did watch that as well um i watched this um film with michael penner pena um Pena. pena that's right um i think it was called a million miles away where he he is basically the true story of a guy called jose Fernandez, I think, who ended up from be a child like migrant worker in the farm to becoming an astronaut and, and following that story as he did it. So many knockbacks and, and so many opportunities that he didn't get that he worked hard and eventually got this chance. And yeah, it, it was it was a bit of a tearjerker. I enjoyed it. Okay. My daughter and I are watching Wanda because I think they're reading it at school or something. It's a story about a child who is born with a huge amount of disfigurement and stuff and he, he's he's under he's undergone like so many operations and then he's always been homeschooled by his mother julia roberts is even more fucking grotesque to look at and um eventually she has to stop homeschooling him and send him to owen wilson's the to, dad owen right? wilson's yeah. dad also fairly challenging to visually but eventually he has to go to school and it's about all the kids and their reactions but also I don't know where it's quite good. We haven't watched it yet. She was disappointed we couldn't watch any tonight, but I told her to fuck off because I had to come down here. But the older sister is, because the kids had all this attention and all this drama and all this trauma of these operations, she's been completely marginalised out of the family and, and ignored. And now her friends like bend her off. And I'm like, she's not going to kill herself or anything like horrendous. No, is she? I've like, seen this. Like absolutely terrible. I've seen this film. It's lovely. There's none of that. And okay, cool. it's, yeah, uh, it's a really good one. Yeah. So yeah. we've got uh, that. Two thirds of the way through, so yeah, probably finish it tomorrow. Nice, good. Uh, so I, I did watch a film, and I can never remember. I've a brilliant film. You guys reviewed it for the podcast. I can never remember the number of peaks, but I'm going to say fourteen peaks. Yes, mm. is it fourteen? Yeah, so yeah. twelve or fourteen. Nims die. Fucking yeah. unbelievable. Like yeah. just ridiculous. Like the levels. Trying to. I don't even think the film kind of like leaves you to to try and deduce exactly how like elite he is as just a human being as an athlete it does the first one and he has to go and rescue some twat the one he did i mean and the thing is it's not not just not just that because you get obviously people are are doing these mountains i want to say all the time i don't mean like you know 10 a penny but there's a lot of people do who are doing these mountains and stuff and people have done things before but the one where he wakes up he's got a bit of a hangover yeah and then just goes oh you know and then men have stopped a couple of times. Men have a couple of like kips on the way up there. And he was like, oh, I've got a hangover. Fuck it. Let's just do it in a one-up. <laughs> yeah. I just go straight up there. I'm like, how is this guy? He is just built different. He is yeah. what the term built different is meant for. The thing he was doing on, on the like the bike, the trial yeah. bike with the 30% oxygen. Fucking ridiculous. Yeah. How Aren't you pen pals yeah. with one of the guys, Dan, or something? No, but I... You had a few messages with someone? I'm, I'm, yeah, well, when we when I was 
going over there obviously yeah. it's a small community even in a big country like nepal everybody's heard of nims die you know he, he is the absolute man and there's a, a few other the david sherpa he, he's another guy who's like always there and, and he right is a sherpa at the, at the top and he is a what sherpa a you know yeah um he's he's another one that that kind of just nails it i think the record was like two mountains over fourteen thousand meters uh, over you know highest peak sorry yeah um um was the record you know people didn't do that doing one a year is incredible six months of planning Wasn't it like the most know. drama was about whether to get the visa in time yeah for, yeah, like, yeah. Pakistan yeah. and he that. he's yeah. knocking out like all of them inside a year mm. well he did it it was like six months it was it, it was inside yeah, seven it, months, yeah it would have been yeah, quicker if not for the well, visa. He did something like six, it was a Tibet six of one. them in the first like four days. Yeah. Or something. It was something ridiculous. Like it, like it ain't no thang. Yeah. Although there was a, it was Incredible. a little bit kind of, because obviously there's such a high level of prestige associated with Everest especially. But then that sort of picture he took where he looks back and there's just a queue of 300 yeah, people waiting to go so to the surprising. top. It's almost a little bit like, oh, yeah. it's, it's almost devaluing it. I know it's still a ridiculous, all of those people are, are like, that's a ridiculous achievement, yeah. but... I know so, the Disneyfication of something is this, like yeah, that. Is this yeah, segueing yeah. into your you're going to try something next year? I I have I haven't officially booked up to it, but I, I have spoken about it yeah. to the point that I've convinced myself that I am going to climb Mount Kilimanjaro next year. You're saying that live on air now. I know, yeah, yeah. it's going out there. Wow, it's live. I though. tell you what, five thousand eight hundred. Are we meters, live? Yeah, that's that's a big old. <laughs> so you've said that now. Yeah, that's yeah. Like, so I can't I've edit that out. I've said things. Or... I've I said things on here that I've <laughs> well, regretted way more than that. <laughs> yeah. These guys do do this as well. They've got Nims die, and it's Mingma David Sherpa is the other guy that has ascended all you know youngest I mean, ever to do it. He had to be a Sherpa, and, though, didn't he? Yeah, <laughs> like David Countant and. That, yeah. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> and they they go out there to Africa as well, right. Kilimanjaro, yeah, because well, it's the highest on the continent. I'm built different like these guys. So <laughs> you may see these elite athletes out there, people. probably. Well, wow. What about yeah. you, Riggs? Well, not a lot of telly, but I have been watching the fish that we've got. So we've now has there been some fish trauma? Yeah. Well, we we bought uh, five tetras. They're sacrificial fish. They're called right when you set up a tank and you go and buy five of them, and three of them are gone after two. Oh, they're the neon ones, yeah. neon tetras. Okay, uh, but we've gone. got still. Yeah. So they're meant to just die really quickly. Well, they're I no, I don't think they're meant to. But it, why are they called sacrificial they did tell, fish? This he is, did say to us they're probably going to die. Because, this is the pH <laughs> levels and yeah, things. We got two it? that going i've been watching them cling on for dear are they starting to go sideways no they're all right now these two they're hardier ones so hopefully we've got the balance going these two seem happier now they're not in distress you could see them they were you know but as we were getting things right and was your daughter all right with that no lots of tears Uh, yeah so is this literally just to to sort of she wanted to touch it though so that your daughter could experience like the the circle of life or something. Well, no, that's did you put Elton the, on? That, I guess that's just part of the lesson as well. Fun, isn't it? but yeah. no, we wanted she wanted she wanted something like that. Could be we... worse. Dan pissed himself this week. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, um... <laughs> no comment. <laughs> oh, we've all been there, haven't we? Haven't we? <laughs> All in silent. Oh, cheers, Pete. Every week. Every week. I don't think we actually had any more. There was some on Discord because that's now our new thing, isn't it? Everybody, you should Discord us. Like, go on, Andy. You're normal as well. You come on Discord, and there must be other normal. Well, how would right? Just just for the for the Discord layman amongst us, which includes me, and I think you as well, Dan. Definitely. How would your average punter of all the millions of people that are listening right now? Surely, Mm. you know, 
10 loads of them are going to want to like if you got a phone you can get the discord app and you can create an account and you'll be able to find us on and then you just search bad dads and then yeah and what's going on there they're called servers and i'm doing the inverted commas thing on my hands and all it means is we (laughs) 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 it's just our server and there are various channels really just there's one called general and that's where we hang out and yeah. people talk and you know it's just like a chat thing is, is server yeah, I mean, another name there as well. but we've got all kind of functionality on there it's really actually very cool so in sorry is server just another name for like account or room or something room yeah, yeah, room, yeah you call it that. that tommy whistle style but yeah. yeah we're just on there once you're in it you can chat you can never leave and, yeah. <laughs> and uh, got- we effectively don't use twitter anymore i put the stuff up there but we don't chat on there this is far more in, um, interactive and more responsive on there. So that's where you need to be. Two other people the other day, one was in the other person's hometown and wanted yeah. to, you know, recommendations on gigs and stuff. So that's gig venues. That's, that's people coming that's, together. That's in, the sort of thing nice. that you could yeah, get involved in. It's rad. Right. Should we just pick it up? Yeah. Top five Pigs, bovine? Is that cows? It's uh, porcine. Por- porcine. porcine. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's actually star u- sign. Porculus. Yeah, I've, I've, I've decorated with That's pigs very, here. Yeah, it's more effort than you normally go to. Yeah, I had a lot of pictures of pigs. Is that the underhog up there you've got there? That is one of the pygmy hogs. Yeah. So I don't know if you've listened, Pete, to last week's episode, but Dan was in the top five. I made top five. Dan yeah. himself. Yeah. yeah. Oh, what was the top five last week? Biggest cunts. <laughs> yeah, I was right up Obviously there. Obviously not all five. <laughs> Strong recommend. <laughs> eco. Was- it was Eco Warriors. Yeah. Ah. Well, because whilst we're on the subject, and, and it's actually sport because I was going to raise Dorrell's well, I was going to say we're going to well, two, we're gonna weeks, two weeks in a row. Dan's we gonna be did nominated. actually uh, talk about it last but, week, but you, so yeah. we could leave you it out this week. Well, you could, it, so you covered it. You, you went into the film and the purpose. Well, the of last it. week was more about Dan, whereas this week it would be about the actual hog itself. Well, I, I wrote 2017's, like, correct me if any of this is wrong, Dan, no, but 2017 right. production, Durrell's Underhogs was the name of the film. That's so right, yeah. I remember I went to one of the premieres. Oh, Chris at, was there one. At the, uh, at, at the Grand. At the Grand Hotel, yeah. yeah. Set in northeast India. Yeah. Is that right? That's yeah. right, yeah. yes. Conservation film about trying to save the world's smallest pig, the pygmy hog. Yeah. From extinction. And you can watch it on YouTube. Yeah. It's starring Daniel here. Craven, who we've got with We're us. We're not really right. starring. Well, but, it's you know. absolutely starring. You're the, you're the main guy. Put, put, you're like put the, the John Craven yeah. of... <laughs> Of Is pygmy hogs. Have I got the right person yeah. there? Yeah. yeah, the better Craven. Yeah. 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 <laughs> he was good. He did country file. Cunt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> News round. He was yeah. decent. I've but that's it, I've well, thank you very much. Yeah, nice. yeah. yeah, I wanted to give you a nod, but because I hadn't listened to last week's pod, I didn't know that that had yeah. even been done. Is that the only pig that you've handled, or have you? Yeah, yeah. that probably is. Apart actually. from the pillar pig nights, that, oh. um, folly, de, folly de more. I'm going to start with Peter Porker. Um, <laughs> All right. Oh, with, yeah, yeah. Um, good shout. Very with, good shout. Uh, Spider-Man into the Spider Verse. Yeah. yeah. Um, and this was this was quite a crazy <laughs> film, actually. Um, I didn't see it coming, you know, I thought I wasn't sure what to expect with this. And I avoided it for a long time, this film, because it just seemed, you know, too far, mm. like cartoon. Well, the Sony stuff and... generally is shit. 
all yeah. that superhero stuff is wank, but this is probably better than all the Marvel stuff. To be yeah, honest. it was the way that they use time and multiverse to to create just about any kind of spider-man that you've ever heard of including peter porker and then they really brought them to life they didn't just kind of leave them there they brought the multiverses to life they brought them into like one so they all crossed over he plays quite a significant part in the plot yeah 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 and that's right he he plays a a big part in it and an important part and yeah it was the one that i would suggest to kick us off is the the second film as good yeah especially uh, I well saw, i i, I, I have crossed s- the spire, yeah, something like that, yeah yeah uh, i haven't seen it yet but it did it was very well received mm. so mm. i'm sure it will be good i'll bring some simpsons content yeah your way there's a particular moment with burns mr burns and smithers they suggest when pigs fly uh, elisa the vegetarian yeah it flies she's, across they're looking out the window of yeah. his office at the power plant and it's fucking hurls across the sky she's like at the barbecue is she? <laughs> yeah. she's trying to rescue the yeah yeah, spider pig. There's the spider pig one from the yeah. Simpsons movie, which I don't think is particularly spider good. Pig, yeah. Spider pig, um, but it had a good theme. Junior. Yeah, it did have that. And then my favourite one is when Homer goes to college, and they ha- the uh, the rival college has a pig as their mascot, and they kidnap it and get it drunk i think and the dean of the college hears a noise and he's like hang on a minute that sounds like a pig fainting and the pig has literally fainted uh sir oinks a lot i think his name is oh yeah nice mm. so triple down which on- film is that actually that's national lampoons no it? no that's simpsons when homer goes to college oh right yeah that's, that sounds like a pig fainting yeah so a, a trifecta of simpsons pig content nice mm. Mm. well i was gonna go with she's a bit of a diva miss piggy yeah, yeah, she's one of the first pigs I really thought of as being involved in the entertainment well, industry. <laughs> any any Muppet film we've got kind of contained within yeah. that, I guess, haven't we? But yeah, yeah. she she's was always like sexually assaulting a frog. Yeah. Really? So they they do fuck and they have children, right? I do they? Well, and, and what are they? Frogs or pigs? Well, like, I'm Ooh, like frigs. like cross species frogs. Um, like weirdness they've definitely i think uh, is it like that you get this sometimes when those sorts of things happen it'll be like like four kids and two of them will be frogs and two of them will be pigs but that wouldn't happen they'd be horrible mutated like freaks is this a a pigment of your imagination (laughs) (laughs) their relationship is pretty volatile she's quite violent like there's a lot of like do you think she's abuse going on do you find her attractive maybe Maybe she yeah. can be quite seductive sometimes. I think yeah, yeah. She wears like suspenders and stuff. So. <laughs> yeah, she does. She does. Yeah, <laughs> which is I found alluring. She's or... got the eyelashes as well. Yeah, but cool. I, yeah, I think maybe she's going to struggle to find her place in the modern world, Miss Piggy. Yeah, she is she's... a bit violent and yeah. a bit me too. It's one of those uh, well, attitudes that are acceptable at the time. Yeah. I think it's yeah. karate she's because she goes hi yeah when she like hits. Yeah. good impression when she hits that was like good, Kermit. Yeah. You got to be interesting to see how they reinvent her. Yeah, it's going to be a twist in Trans- the title, what you should know is that Kermit and Miss Piggy broke up in 1990 uh, what and they canonically are back together or not then they got back together but they broke up again in 2015 right. what was it an affair I think so yeah you fucked Gonzo yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> she, yeah she fucking Rolf from the, from the band <laughs> who do you think would stray in that relationship it Piggy oh Piggy definitely she's a whore Kermit was a straight a you know yeah, he was yeah. a straight he's as a, a good guy yeah. he's a good guy I'm glad you brought up the Muppets because I also have another Muppets entry, yeah. which I thought I fucking loved it in the Muppet Show, which was Pigs, Pigs in, in Space. space. <laughs> yes. yeah. It was amazing. It was, yeah. And Miss Piggy was one of the like the yeah. 
crew in what pigs was in space. so good about it though just thinking about it i don't I remember know it that bit that yeah. i just did like pigs yeah. in space yeah it was like they called it uh it was really like really self-deprecating mm. like it, every week they'd like just highlight how completely how ridiculous was. it was that yeah. it was like these pigs doing something futile in space but yeah. it was pretty entertaining yeah pigs in space that's good yeah if I were to say, if I was to say the line, this doesn't actually fe- feature a pig itself, but if I was to say the line, behold, the Ziggy Pig, the single greatest <laughs> ice cream spectacle known to man, who could tell me what film that's from? Yeah, Bill and Everyone Ted. here. Yeah. yeah. I, I didn't think that's yes, good. Yes, indeed. Yeah. So this is Napoleon when he's been like left, but he's being babysat by like the other kids in yeah. like a mall or whatever. Yeah. And they, t- they take him for for dinner and obviously he's so he's french so he's a miserable fuck anyway but then they bring out the ziggy pig which yeah. is a massive like ice cream sundae i could take that down on my on, on my own no bother it looks pretty no epic. bother it would cost about like 400 quid nowadays though do it. back then yeah but it's one of those eating challenges if you do it you get it for nothing oh it does yeah, yeah. he gets a ziggy pig like badge yeah. doesn't he because they go <laughs> behold like, the pig <laughs> <laughs> at the end he's like fighting with his spoon yeah, like fighting right, yeah. the kids off yeah. and so on but. Yeah. good one good one yeah well I've got one that we've reviewed on the pod Ogja yeah Big Pig it was the the film of a a young girl and her love for her massive pig it was the kind of farmyard pet and beyond that you had this kind of ulterior motive of food and 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 the amount of you know meat that they would need to yeah. to produce in order to feed everyone and they had these super pigs the that GM. were yeah this gm super pigs and jake gillenhall was in it as uh Fit. one of the kind of trainers or he was a kind of really no, ott was, character yeah, yeah he was ridiculous yeah yeah, it was kind of an animal capturer or, or something. It was it was a weird old film. It was quite quite sad as well. You had this. Was it Boon Boon Jung? Yeah, yeah, it was. And I think we all liked it for the pod. Yeah, didn't we? we did. Yeah. We'd have to listen back if you want to. I don't want to do that, but it. someone else can. Let's <clears throat> keep it animated with Porco Rosso. Yeah, oh, I've got this one. Yeah, it's a Studio Ghibli. I don't know if it's a definite. Oh, it is a Miyazaki one. It actually is. It's a, it's a fighter pilot. He's a World it? War. He's, he's a World War One ex fighter pilot who is called Marco Pago. Yeah, and he is transmogrified into an anthropomorphic pig who's named Porco Rosso, and that means red pig in Italian. And he's on a mission to get himself uncursed. Un- uncursed. Yeah, all of those films are fucking Was great. It Princess yeah. Mononoke. Was that? Yeah. One of his as well, because yeah. that's got the boar god in. So, of boar? Course. Can you have a boar? Oh, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. I think anything porcine. And he's got another film. He's, he's going to be categorically his last one out very soon, I think. Yeah. So, it's going to be amazing. Okay. I'm a big fan. And but there was a, So, we had the tortoise takeover in Jersey, right? All these tortoises dotted around the island with various different designs. And there was a Miyazaki one. It had the Totoro on the leg. Yeah. And when they were auctioned off, it went for like fucking six grand some of them you know the hair went for a hundred grand yeah and I went for six like man if I had six grand lying around I would, away. I would have bought that but <laughs> I don't no so there you go being eaten by pigs is a recurring 
idea yeah. across movies and hannibal mm. is if the, if you ever saw that one mason verger i was thinking of snatch as well did they not in allude snatch, to that Bricktop. reference yeah. Bricktop, yeah yeah he talks about it as well yeah it's quite a story actually isn't it he's like always look out for those who got pig farmers i had i had mason yeah mate. he's a hannibal survivor yeah who's obsessed it's his idea of revenge and yeah. he is unceremoniously eaten by those very pigs and also in Mad Max Beyond Thunderdome as well, same thing happens again as in the Saw movies. I'm probably thinking you guys are not big fans of this franchise. I've watched, watched one. I watched one. The first yeah. one's uh, pretty good as a decent one. movie in its yeah. own right. And then the rest is more the tortury porn stuff that, you know, that it's kind of horrible. Love. Yeah. It's got a recurring motif around pigs and comparing people to pigs. And in Saw 3, one person is slowly drowned in, in a sort of vat of decomposing pig carcasses. Nice. Which is nice, which also brings me on to Peppa Pig because I wish she was dead. Well, you're hogging the lot, yeah? No. <laughs> well, I figured everybody would chime in on Pepper. What yeah. I did find is that in my research, you, you couldn't go, you just, it was saturated by. You put pig Peppa in pig. Yeah, yeah. the internet. Yeah, like pig TV, pig film or whatever, you just like Pepper Pig absolutely everywhere. Yeah. yeah. It was like tough to avoid. I went, she's got a movie as well, which I actually went to the cinema to see my first cinema experience or something. God, weren't you there as well? No, no? we did. Um, Paw Patrol. Paw Patrol. God, that was soul crushing as well, wasn't yeah. it? Mm. Well, another one that always comes up is, <laughs> sorry, Pete, I'll just <laughs> jump ahead there because you had talked about one that had already come up a lot when you're on the internet and it just reminded me of um, Charlotte's Web and Wilbur. Um, yeah, because that, that was a book, yeah. Yeah, but it was a film, a cartoon, it's yeah. action too. I think um, it did a movie it comes up well. a, the, yeah. Live action one, yeah, yeah, maybe a, or a CGI one or something. Was it no live action, the type baby type thing? I think, I yeah. Think so. Talking, yeah, yeah. Well, I didn't see that, but I did see the animated one as a kid growing up, and it's a lovely story. Over to you, Pete. Go on. <laughs> You're looking at me like you've <laughs> well, got a good one, so I'm, no, I'm, all, I'm all ears. I haven't, but cast your mind. But I think that most of us here are <clears> fans <throat> of Black Mirror. Mm. And yeah. cast your mind back yeah. to season one, episode one, the very first well, episode of Black Mirror, which in it there's a, well, the, the, the plot is that I think there's like a crown princess has been kidnapped and... I'm, I'm hoping this is coming around to a pig at some point. It will. Yeah, 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 yeah. definitely. definitely. Oh, do, you, have you, do you not know this, Dan? No, no. Okay. okay. Yeah, yeah, so this is amazing. Yeah, so Crown Princess. Oh, been... fuck yes, I know. Yeah, <laughs> there we go. Yeah. Okay, Penny the just dropped. Yeah. So, yeah, there's a ransom letter, and, and basically all the, the, the kidnapper wants is for the Prime Minister to fuck a pig on live TV yeah. in order to release the Crown Princess. And so the, the episode kind of like builds up to the fa- and, they're, and they're all saying, well, of course, you're not going to have to do this. We can, have, we can like CGI it. They find some like porn star who's like willing to actually fuck a pig and they're going to CGI his head onto it or whatever. But I think because of the social media element, I think it's like leaked on social media that this guy is getting involved. And so then the kidnapper sends a finger in the post, like pretending it's the, the crown princesses or whatever. And ultimately all his like lawyers and aides and everything are like, look, you're just going to have to go through with this. And he does, in fact, fuck the pig live, live on, on television TV. in front of millions so I guess of people. For context, the amazing thing is our imitating life yeah. with the David Cameron. David Cameron. Cameron. Yeah, because didn't he stick his dick in a pig's head? At in some, a pig's head. Some initiation yeah. thing at some fucking at eating, eating or raw place yeah. or whatever. Yeah. yeah. I mean, the, the, the sickener for the, the guy, I can't remember the, the, the actor's name. He's, he's in John Bond Actor films. 
he's in a bit like Dave Sherpa. Like he's he's in the Bond films as something or other, and I think his dad was an actor as well. Anyway, I can't remember his name, but the the Crown Princess was actually released like thirty minutes before. They right, had yeah, yeah. to air the the what's it called, and then the, the person like the kidnapper. It was just it was some like fucked up artist or whatever. Like, it, it was he cut his own finger off and sent it in the post, and then he killed himself before it even aired as well. So it was all a little bit kind of like dark. The usual kind of black mirror law, exactly. Yeah, but it yeah. kind of like set the tone for what everything was going to be thereafter. So, Terrifying. Yeah, that was yeah. my. Well, I'll just mention Piglet in Winnie the Pooh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, because you can't do this without. He was quite an anxious pig. Yeah, mm. yeah, yeah. He was uh, very unsure of himself, and it's not. I like find their portrayal. Is, yeah. <laughs> well, their portrayal is usually unflattering, isn't it? Yeah, they've got someone their own size. Mm. Uh, ham from Toy Story. Yeah, quite often. Oh, yeah. Quite often. Steals. John Ham. I wondered about whether you could have John Ham. Yeah, yeah absolutely, yeah. you can. Yeah, yeah. yeah. and yeah. I think it's. John Sausage, yeah. It's either Toy Story 2 or 3, where Someone it's Do- evil Dr. Porkchop, where oh, yeah. the, the kid is pretend, like doing that make-believe thing and he's the big supervillain. Yeah. Paolo um, Wanchop. <laughs> <laughs> That's good. Uh, and he's voiced by, it's John Ratzenberger, isn't it? Who is, I think, I don't know if it's still true, but at one point was the only voice actor who was in every single Pixar. It did a voice in every single Pixar movie. Don't know if that's still the case. That would be... But it was up until a certain yeah. point. It was true. If, if he's still alive, he could do up a bit until of the third film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So there you go. Porkies. Yeah. Was that in your no? But yeah, that was great. As teenage oh, kid, watching yeah. that titillation. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. yeah you got that. Like the, obviously the glory hole scene is amazing. Yeah. Showers. I've yeah, got Kim few... Cattrall. Oof. I've got yeah. a few sort of. You know, I'm something of an edge lord. I've got a few edge cases of pigs. Edge okay. cases of pigs. They're Where called Gamorians. They're the, oh, uh, it's, yeah, Star Wars. Yeah, yeah, the yeah. Star Wars guys. The guards, you take those? Gamorian guards. Yeah, 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 yeah. Sort of like oink when they're like retreating. They're going yeah as, as they're like when when Luke comes in and starts Jediing them. And featuring fairly prominently in the book of Boba Fett as well. If yeah, yeah. Watch yeah. that as well. There's South Park has Man Bear Pig. He's sort of half man, half bear, half. That's, that's pig. one and a half. Yeah. Mm, Batman, okay. bear, pig, and uh, well, we did Captain Planet and the Planeteers, and the bad guy in that was called Hoggish McGreedly. That's oh, right. Yeah. Yeah, you remember yeah. him with, and he looked kind of porcine. He did, yeah. Um, he did, and he was a greedy little baron. Yeah, so I enough. think he could be. Okay. And then the farting warthog from it's a warthog. Is that a pig? A warthog is a pig. Yeah. All right. Okay. Yeah. So the farting warthog then from... in in the Jungle Book, the newest one that that came out. It wasn't a particularly massive hit but they had great cgi and everything yeah. and there was a pygmy hog in that okay. john favinru played him really john yeah. favinru yeah that's yeah. him <laughs> well i i won't bore you anymore <laughs> oh, uh, i will mention brandy who's the pig from pig but none of you have seen it no for some reason we didn't watch it for this, this no, no. Yeah. so we'll say Crazy. no more we'll yeah. say yeah. no more oh, okay I've, I've just got a couple more only happened upon it today but in squid game the the receptacle that receives all the money is a is a piggy bank it's a big pig just like hanging above them with all the with all the money that's coming and that they they can win each other that was more squiddy than it was way more squiddy but there was a pig in it i I, pumba from the lion king and i just only wanted to mention it just because if you cast your mind back to the lion guard that we reviewed and the song the earworm 
There's a lot of dancing going on. Dan's not, but the other two are. And that was, and just purely for your and my enjoyment side, I love her more than any pig. And that's saying something, which is Warren uh, Clark. Out of Warren Clark. Yeah. yeah, yeah, which is, which is class. Amazing. Oh, and finally, anyone heard the song Psycho Pig? It's really fucking irritating. My kids want to put it on all the time. No. Is it, I'll share it with you. It's a like a YouTube hit or whatever. I got a story about a psycho pig. Sounds good. Yeah, yeah. it's pretty yeah. cool. I yeah. like the stuff. But it's, it's annoying. Right, yeah. The Secret Life of Pigs has a pig with a load of tattoos on it. Yeah. Nice. Yeah, all those Looney Tune cartoons as well. Remember those with the oh, three little pigs? pigs. Porky, Porky pig, pig, yeah. That's all His folks. thing was he had a stutter and they mocked him for it, really. Yeah. Rightly so. It's the like the Dudder Man in New Jack City. Oh, he called me Chief Piggin. <laughs> <laughs> as well. Yeah. There's that. Right, should we, should we wheel it down? Oh, we didn't even... I didn't, we never actually got around to asking anyone online, so we'll have to do that for Another. next week. But let's put our pig selections in. Riggs? I'm going to put Babe in. Yeah, it's hell of a shame. I'm going Peter Porker. <laughs> can, can I put Craven in again? Is that no, not two weeks running? It, it was a bad dad's first last week, so I'm not going to. I'm going to put Ziggy Pig in then. Straight shout. I will put Peppa Pig. Sorry, it's sentimental because my son and I used to watch it together. Fair first enough. Time. So there Beautiful. There we go. And uh, we'll put it on Discord. That's where you can put your submissions in yeah, for this week's top five. Snort and squeal with delight. Yeah. So Andy Connolly, Andy Jameson, Joe Bevis, people like you need to get on Discord. Yeah. That's where it's all happening. Do it now. Wow. Cheese. Cheese and Malham this week. Yeah. Back on our bullshit. It's an interesting pairing. We've got chocolate and wine. Yeah, we've got it all going on. We've got Gorgonzola Picante. See? It's very nice. What's the soft? Because that's the Briat Savarine, which we had Mm. from the last subscription that we didn't get stuck into because it's in its own little like you know, world it comes in its own it's segmented. case yeah but it's really good and i think i think you're right Reese. it's been out of the fridge for just the mm. sort of right amount of time give it another hour and it'll start creeping across the room towards us but <laughs> at this moment it's really creamy yeah mm. it's a it's a really it's a gateway good, cheese it's it definitely is. a gateway cheese yeah absolutely yeah well the, you said gorgonzola the blue yeah yeah yeah, that, Zola, yeah. yeah that was just about my cheese limit where I'm comfortable and enjoyed it and wanted more. Yeah. It's um Yeah, that is punchy, but it's not offensive. Well the battery acid we had that last week too much. Was way too much. Yeah. Pete, I think you you battled on with that, didn't I, you? I, I feel, yeah, I, I'd, I'd be lying if I said I enjoyed every last moment of it. And it's the repeating thing more than anything. Yeah. The, fact, the initial sort of taste is is like a nice, strong blue cheese. And then it just keeps every, going and going. Every burn. Instant like, heartburn. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's not great. No. But I stuck it in a couple of omelettes and it and it elevated those. But then I twatted the omelettes in sriracha, so I couldn't taste anything anyway. Well, I always like to see the <laughs> the toast pairing. The uh, <laughs> We got toast. <laughs> I don't know why, but that's what you bought, isn't it? <laughs> this is the most stoned I've seen you for years. <laughs> yeah, we do have toast. We have I can't toast. read what's on them. 
Oh, it's it's toast. I think it's got some kind of nuts and some cranberry infusement, yeah. and it pairs. It literally says on the box to pair it with gorgonzola. So that's what we've done. It, it, yeah, it it's, fucking works. It's a solid. You bought We're some nothing sort of, if not like sticklers for instructions. I've been trying to get rid you of these hexagonal charcoal biscuits for, yeah, for a little like, while now. They just look like burnt. They just don't look oh, very appealing. At least give them a try. No. Okay. Uh, and then we've obviously got Malm because that is an absolute fixture. And that links very nicely. We doubled nicely. up on Malm. That's we what did. I mentioned. And that links very nicely, it literally does, into the wonderful uh, story of Henry Sugar. Yeah. Which is what we watched. Yeah. It was uh, really on theme, mm. as we discussed on yeah. our I on mean, our endless group. pig content in this. <laughs> yeah. In a mere 37-minute runtime, I've never seen so many But pigs. I was really excited when I saw the trailer for this um, because it's a story that I've got in my in my book of Roald Dahl stories. You pointed at all, though. <laughs> well, all your actually, books are the other side yeah, of the room. Yeah, all the it? books are the other side no, of the I room. I can see it. It's, there. it's on top of the bar. Thank you. Oh, okay. I rest my case. And that, that leads perfectly into the start of this week's. Mm. Set the scene. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, uh, it's a sort of... Oh, quite. Well, we start I mean, with you the... can literally just say it's a Wes Anderson film and everyone will instantly know yeah. <laughs> exactly what... In... It is a Wes Anderson yeah. film. So it's all of that affectation and fussy design and all that stuff straight away. And the movie opens with um, a sort of meta moment, perhaps acknowledging the sort of secondhand nature of the tale that we're going to be told because we go to Roald Dahl's writing hut. Yeah. And we see just his desk and stuff, everything there. And he's talking about, he's written everything he's ever written for 30 years in this writing hut. He's got everything he needs around him, his cigarettes, his coffee, his chocolates. Uh, so... I didn't even appreciate so Ralph that's Ralph right. Fiennes? Yeah, Ralph it was rolled out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Got it. And uh, you see his desk as well. Other little, because it's this, obviously, because it's Wes Anderson, every frame is like something worth looking at. And there's a little toy Spitfire. There's a, a little Toby jug full of pencils. Mm. Uh, just something, something, something. And credits in cursive come up on the screen. And he's talking like fiercely deadpan with little inflection as he tells us this story of Henry Sugar. That's yeah. it. Yeah. And that, we can get into it, but throughout, I mean, it's only a short runtime. This is a short film, 37 minutes. Every, I think every single line of dialogue is delivered straight to camera. Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah. Everyone's just telling you it, you know, and then people will interject with just one word and it's all like straight to camera. It's sort of a bit... Um, and, and, but it's it's all... It's all done in that, you, you know, you say sort of like, you know, very little inflection, yeah. like monotone, yeah, almost like... You remember, like at school, where you'd get there'd be a book in, like there'd be a book, and everyone would have the same copy. Everyone would have a copy, sorry, but then you'd, like the teacher would like take turns, <laughs> and everyone would then yeah. just go like, and then the guy did this, and he did that, yeah. and he like, and that was great. He said, and the you know, and yeah. it, like the, the like every line of dialogue is delivered by like that. I think it's more noticeable with some of the actors over others. But no, it's it's definitely there as a stylistic choice for, for, for yeah. all of them. And, and often we're told things are exciting, but we're shown that they're, they're not. not. <laughs> yeah. And that sort of thing. And there's a lot of breaking the fourth wall and all that sort of stuff. So it's all of Wes Anderson's box of tricks, you know, all at once, because there's a cross crazy transitions between scenes and sets that shift around them that sometimes look real and other times look like a stage. Well, that's it. So <laughs> an actor will just stay still at the front of frame but the background will entirely change mm, yeah. and then he'll be from 
inside to outside or further down the lane was as in the case when they tell the story he's in the barn and all of a sudden he's right at the end of the barn and there's a little gate and everything mm. and you start to to learn that it's a story of a a rich man benedict cumberbatch yeah he's, yeah. A, he's inherited wealth yeah and he's never worked a day in his life yeah he's a layabout he, he's a layabout he's a gambler yeah. good he's, looking but not um, as handsome as he thinks he is all the trappings of luxury yeah. haircuts clothes cars all those things and he, there's a great line about how men like henry sugar can be found everywhere like seaweed that's um, right yeah he's around 41 or something and he he happens upon um, well he wants to do what anyone wants to do he's got wealth which is more. A, acquire more <laughs> yeah. yes yes yeah. he wants and uh, he's not into land or art or stocks or shares he's kind of into gambling and he's yeah. he's up and down with it as gamblers are and he happens upon a book and we go into the the story of how he acquires he the, notices the it skills. because it's a thin book sticking out between a row of like very uniform books yes yeah and it's a handwritten and of text. course that's a perfectly amazing kind of looking scene as all yeah. of them are yeah. you could stop any point and make a poster yeah, yeah. of the film and it's just perfect mm. and so he pulls out this book and it's it's some a story of of a man who had gained the the man the who ability sees without his eyes to to see with his eyes closed yeah yeah and this is the book, The Man Who Sees Without His Eyes by Dr. ZZ Chatterjee. And and then he settles down to, Benedict Cumberbatch this is, settles down to read the book. And we get the tale of the book read out this time by Dev Patel. So we've got this sort of Russian doll-like structure mm. or Inception style nested story thing going on. So it's Dev Patel is Dr. ZZ Chatterjee. He's introduced staring just uncomfortably long <laughs> at the camera just yeah. until it's too much. Yeah. And then he just starts again with this picking up the story in that exact deadpan monotone style. So if you don't like that stuff, this movie is like, even in 37 minutes, it's going to drive you completely bonkers. Because Yes, just... I can imagine people just being like infuriated after just a few minutes is going, what the fuck? Well, it's a yeah. bit like being told off. Yeah. Like, because it's just so... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so he's... Anyway, Dr. Chatterjee's the head surgeon and he's having some colleagues. He's having some coffee with colleagues, one of whom is um, Richard, Richard Iowadi when Ben Kingsley turns up and he says, oh, I'm so sorry to have burst in like this. He's walked, just <laughs> literally walked through the door. <laughs> yeah. And he tells him he's a man who can see without his eyes and he asks him to wrap his head 50 times, whichever way they look, and he'll still <laughs> oh, the, be able to read the, the procedure. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's amazing. crackers, isn't it? Because yeah. they, they, first of all, they like glue his eyes shut. Yeah. You'd think that would be enough anyway, but then they put stuff over the eyes. And then, and then there's, yeah, dough. They, <laughs> and then they just bring this like, like, almost like helmet of bandages yeah. that opens up at the back and put it on <laughs> yeah like a really like clumsy With a little, like, yeah prop. a little slip for the nose but, that's <laughs> it because he specifically asked for his nose to be left uncovered so that he can breathe and then they're like how's that and he's like oh yeah that's that's fantastic I, like it, it's it, brilliant or something yeah. yeah so his eyes have been super glued closed he's got closed he's got dough over the top i think there's plasticine of paris and then bandages and then another kind of helmet of bandages yeah chatterjee um, says he looked like a man who'd suffered some terrible brain operation yeah, yeah. they were but he convinced just... that and he went to the doctors because he wanted to be sure he's performing that night mm. and he wants to be sure that mm. you know he can't be questioned so he goes to the 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 doctors and, mm. and lets them notice and they they bandage him up and then he's out the door and he's he's away off 
Yeah, with it's, it's literally as soon as they finish the procedure, he just like gets up and walks off. But they start following him because they want to assess. He's avoiding his, people in the hall, in the corridor, and so on. But then, like you kind of know, it, it completely confirms that he can see without his eyes because he gets on a bike and just cycles yeah. off yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. through a row of traffic. Yeah. yeah. So, and he, the Chatterjee thinks he's seen a miracle and is sort of obsessed by this. So he, that night he goes to Khan's show and there's shooting and knife throwing, which we don't see. And even with an oil drum on his head, he threads a needle, which I can't do, even if I'm looking directly at it. <laughs> yeah. And then afterwards, Chatterjee sort of, well, he latches onto the thick black hairs that are in his ears yeah. as the source of his power, doesn't he? And he tells Imran Khan, if you tell me how you do this amazing thing that you can see, through objects i will tell your story verbatim and i will have it published in medical journeys and you know because this is an and, amazing thing and that will be a great thing for you which he agrees yeah. and gives him the story and we start another story exactly yeah yeah this time narrated by ben kingsley yeah he he's khan he was uh imran khan born in kashmir imran khan, imran imran khan the sorry yes imdad the, uh, born in kashmir the son of a ticket inspector and he saw a conjurer when he was 13 and he was so like blown away by it, wasn't yeah. he, that he ran away to join the circus and all the time saving up money until he heard of a, a guru known as the great yogi who he, he heard could meditate. Right. Uh, levitate, levitate, sorry. Yeah. He could and meditate he, to the point that he could levitate. Yes. And yeah, he became his apprentice and no, he, he'd been hiding, hadn't he? He'd been hiding and then was a rock was thrown at his leg yeah well he seeks him out doesn't he? he's not allowed to he meets a disciple of his who won't tell him where he is but he follows him through the jungle and finds the hut where the great yogi is and observes him doing the trick which is a bit like the he gets a stool out and then when he's finished meditating he turns the stool around and the stool's like camouflaged to the backdrop that's so right like, a bit like game of shadows the sherlock holmes like mm. camouflage yeah the urban camouflage so yeah. suddenly he's levitating and that's when he sees him he's hiding out the tree and he f throws the rock at yeah. him but there's just those brilliant practical effects aren't they yeah. you know that he can just mm. do that around simply it's it's like a a, a play or a, a pantomime or something the whole thing with the perfect mm. set um just moving in behind them and yeah well at, at this stage then he's got you know the the ability to or learnt the secret from the guru as a as a prize for hurting him yeah and uh, as an apology he says look i'll tell you how you can do this and it'll yeah. take you about 20 years might take some people two or three but mainly sort of like 20 years to to learn how to to do this and he shows him the technique and he tells him the technique and he sets to it yeah and the technique is just to focus on one thing for three and a half minutes isn't mm. it? just that one yeah i don't think thing. i can do that no no it's really <laughs> tough though. and so he every night khan sits down and visualizes the person he loved most in the world which was his elder brother who died when he was 10 i think of mm. some blood yeah. disease or something like that and so after five years of practice we see he can concentrate for a minute and a half and then he continues to work on it using a candle that he gets out and sets out that's sort of 16 inches away from him and he stares at the the point where the wick meets the flame and that is while he's doing that is when he starts to realize that he can see a faint outline with his eyes closed right yeah so right mm -hmm. and this is when he sees a deck of cards and he starts putting maps up around his room 
and he's testing, testing himself. himself yeah and he, he's picking it up he's slowly getting this but he's not happy with the speed he's doing it yeah so he continues for another it's 10 years few months and then 10 you know another few years and i think it's the final you know he's down to about eight seconds he wants to get to five and that well, takes that's him in, another... that's in that's in henry's story because we're still on cards oh yeah they yeah. they they cross like that yeah Sorry. they do yeah so anyway yeah he eventually 10 years later he can read a book with his eyes closed and we're back in the room so he's told he, you know he's kind of miffed that everybody still thinks it's a trick and this is really his downfall khan's downfall because he starts to tell chatterjee how it's done and he sees through another part of his body and that's why the next day because chatterjee is so excited and he can't believe it he wants to share this news with the world think of the scientific advances people will be able to see again and unfortunately when he goes to see khan the next day the show has been cancelled and Khan has passed away. Mm. I think the hubris is that he shared his story because we now cut back to Cumberbatch having read this story, thinks it's very interesting, having an Mm. interest in gambling. Yeah. He thinks he can use this to his advantage. Yeah, but he had the um, application of that. And he sets to it and he's got a talent for it. It's not going to take him 20 years. He practices and practices and practices. Mm. And eventually it kind of cuts it down, doesn't it? It goes after... Like two years, he was down to a minute and a half, and then he could concentrate on this this one thing. And then after like three years and four months, he was down to you know just a few seconds it away. Had to be five seconds per card. Yeah. That's what he wanted at the casino. Wasn't he it? he wanted he wanted the speed, and he eventually gets there in in sort of like five, six, seven years or something. The coatman was uh, oh, Jarvis no, Cocker. Yeah, yeah. As he goes into the first casino, I think yeah. it is who who plays yeah a, a couple of cameos in this. I think. Um, well, everyone does multiple parts, don't they? Yeah. Mm. Yeah, uh, so Ben Kingsley is the, is the dealer, yeah. the croupier at, yeah. at one point. But he he starts winning um, and he can't lose. Well, I think he does 30 large, doesn't he? He the does, first, yeah. The first night. And, and he, when people are really shocked, he realises he needs to be more discreet. Yeah. That's right. Quickly understands, well, maybe I'll, I maybe I'll lose to, a few on purpose. I'll lose a yeah. few. He, he's got a really sensible game about himself. I'll never m- take more than 50,000. He's going to get banned I'll, from the casinos isn't I'll, he? I'll go into different places different areas at different times and he he works his way around the world well so, but before, not before that before he, he does that because he's he's unfulfilled he finds himself because hmm. you, you get that sort of like part of the you know ralph fines kind of like narration at the beginning that's talking about you know like all rich people he, he wants to get richer and so on but it, driven by this kind of like fear of of having of getting less and less and spending all the money and well, so that's on. the gambling that's that's the buzz isn't it yeah. it's not the amount that they win it's but then the, the, he realizes that because it's coming so easily to him, yeah, or this this wins specifically has become so come so easily to him and he just knows that this can now just carry on ad infinitum as long mm. as he's he's yeah. smart about it it is unfulfilling to him so he goes out onto the balcony mm. And just thinks, well, you know, and then he he just sees somebody. You don't see it. You just see him on the balcony and he just like chucks a note. They're 50 pound notes, aren't they? So yeah. he just chucks one off. It's like the and, Manson tax. And then you, you get this, like someone go like, what's this? It's and a present. Like, it's, it's a present. Yeah. Like keep it. Okay. And then he throws another one. And then before you know it, he starts throwing loads of them and then does that, that like scatters the whole lot. And then you hear like absolute bedlam down below where there's <laughs> a load of people Horns obviously congregating and- here, like crashes and horns and everything. 
and then he gets a that gets a knock on the door and it's it's this is ralph finds now as a, as a policeman this is the so, most animated bit of dialogue yeah. in the, the film he kind of shouts at him yes yeah. You yeah, can't yeah, yeah. do it. You can't do it. You can't give away your money. Like, well, why not? I've done anything illegal. Well, then, he's essentially incited a riot outside yeah. of his. Yeah, but then what, what he does do is, is that, like gives him some sort of like constructive advice. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Well, instead of just chucking it, it out the street, why don't you know, like, give it to like you know medical yeah. science or, or you know like yeah. hospitals or orphanages, you know, like, yeah, orphanages and so on. So that's what Cumberbatch or Henry Sugar um, latches onto. That's what he's going. He's immediately to do. taken with that idea. Yeah, because I think it, it it panders to his ego with the like the adulation he's going to receive for it. It also gives him a purpose other than just I'm going to go and win money. Every well, he night. doesn't. He, he does it honestly. Yeah. I think it's more because he gets to cross dress because we see that in a bit. Oh yeah, he well, does. Yeah. He does it. He does a load of disguises. Because he he's got his accountant. Dev Patel reappears as his yeah. accountant, uh, John Winston. He's immediately he was his like, father's accountant, and his father his father's was his father's father's, father's, father's accountant. And yeah. he's like, right, well, I'll need to move to Lausanne. I'll need to I need to buy a house. I need to move my family. I need to take the kids out of school. And he's like, literally runs through like his whole like life changing arrangement in about five seconds, and he's gonna he's gonna do the whole money laundering, or certainly banking side of it. And then well, he's going to do the distribution to the charitable, like a multiple wardrobe change with yeah. all his different disguises. And then he does, he does go and drag when he yeah. puts, he covers his moustache, doesn't he? Yeah. With his yeah. And he's going to, uh, what does he do? A doctor, or a, a pilot, or something? Yeah. A nurse? Yeah. All, yeah. This, all those different things, anyway. Yeah. So um, the, the idea, he works out how much he could win every yeah. night, what that would mean per year, what he can do with all that money. Yeah. And before long, he's made six hundred and forty million dollars. Um, By the and time set he up twenty one yeah. yeah. orphanages, and yeah, the story kind of ends with his death at sixty three from a pulmonary embolism that Which, he literally well, it, that, watches. Yeah. It, it it does and it doesn't in that because he's saying, "Oh, if this was a fictitious." That's the first time. Oh, we there? sort of skipped it when we went through this time. Yeah, he does earlier. He says in the story just before at the crucial point where he decides to go for to put it into charitable donations we have the fake out where they say if this was a true story no this is after he's decided to to do that he does that it's not oh okay but as it kind of closes out the the theme is is interesting because he he didn't actually ever after acquiring this skill use it to, for his own gain or anything he yeah. used it for these other yeah. kind of reasons and they they were this you know, kind of talking about well you practice something that much you're meditating that much you're mm. clearing your mind mm. and thinking about somebody that you love for for that period of time to get yeah for, you, you're for not sugar's case it was himself you well <laughs> he his, goes to yeah that. yeah well <laughs> he, he, he was still kind of concentrating on positive kind of feelings or or love then mm. then um well then more, winning the money it's more a case of the spiritual enlightenment right so it, it occurs in a very short time frame for him we're already told earlier in the story that that's possible for one in a billion and henry sugar is that one in a billion yeah but for everybody else if you do this it might take you 30 years but you can achieve the same level of enlightenment insight but, and everything. so that's yeah. you know that's kind of what the story is about and uh, well john john winston reaches out yeah to roll dar to tell the story yeah but it yeah. still must be anonymous and he says come on you know, let me let me say his name. It's like, no, maybe one day it'll be leaked, but we're we're not going to do that. So I'm you'll call him Henry Sugar. Mm. So it's a pseudonym. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Well, it's a classic kind of dull story. Maybe you know, it's got those darker kind of twists and things of you know blindness and and not being able to see and strange kind of things, but not 
dark, dark, it's quirky. It's quirky. Yeah. And Wes Anderson, obviously, he's a master of the quirk. Yeah, mm-hmm. um, I really liked it. And there's more coming. I think. I for, think another one this. just dropped I, on I Netflix. I saw another yeah. one on like that you could watch straight after on, yeah. on Netflix. Um, I watched it twice because it is only 37 minutes. And uh, the first time I watched it, I was a bit like, oh, God, it, you know, it was a bit grating, the style and all that. It was quite it's full on, Wes, like, isn't it? I mean, it's it's 100% like full costume colours. Well, yeah. I guess it's like almost fabric wallpaper, you know. it's Think of a director like Tarantino. You know, they're sty- everyone has their yeah. stylistic hallmarks, but his is so overtly stylized. Yeah. And that's going to be what people who don't like him are going to criticise him for because there's style think, over substance. But yeah, uh, but Roll Dole is perfect for him though yeah. as well yeah. because mm. of, that's what. So I did the and it, the second time I much more gelled with it. Especially the story is actually a bit more, you know, like all of Dole's stuff. There's always something there's a, a meaning bit more yeah. going on than than in other I was glad changes. it was short because it yeah it. It is you're being talked at the whole way through you're being talked at yeah. and, and, and the quirkiness is a bit too much there's other things of Wednesdays that I absolutely fucking adore that I love I don't love this like those other things yeah, so, I think he's going disappearing a little bit off his own last I've got a, so I've got a, I've got a question because, like, because for me I mean I'm not as familiar with like the, I, I'll put it this way if I I knew it was a Wes Anderson thing because I yeah. think it was plastered all over before I pressed play but I wouldn't necessarily watch something. I think you guys would probably watch something and go, well, this is Wes Anderson. Even if you didn't yeah. know, you'd know, if you know what I mean. Where I, I, I wouldn't necessarily. And, you know, I love, like, the, the the what you were saying before about, like, the sets and the moving. And you've seen it done in films before, whatever. But, like, the way it was done, it was so, so fucking clever yeah. and visually, yeah. like, it, it, like, captivating and everything. Obviously, it's a ridiculously stellar cast. Like these are like real mm-hmm. like powerhouse. Like, certainly, Cumberbatch and, and Fines, but they're supporting yeah. you know Ben Kingsley as well. But, like, Winner, yeah. You know, like with with Deb Patel and Richard Iowadi, who are yeah. like interesting actors and and character play interesting characters and so on. Really like the story. So liked absolutely everything about it, apart from the 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 stylistic choice of the monotone delivery. Mm. Please explain to me why, like why that is is. Because that to me is like it's, seems pretentious. It just seems like what we're going to do. We're going to do this, and that's going to look really fucking cool. And it's a cool story, and we're going to get great actors and everything. We're going to make them talk completely monotone and deadpan, right, and it's it like talks like this and everything. And and for me, that that I wouldn't yeah. say spoilt it, but it definitely like diminished my enjoyment of it. It's like they're just reading out the text to you, yeah, with and some nice what, pictures. What does that do, like stylistically? Well, what does sometimes that do? it's Why funny. Does that make it better than them actually acting out the the, the scenes and the parts. My, my and so theory on. is that it's of a period of time when Dole's writing from when kids did get talked to that way and it was a very matter-of-fact stories you know you were told so and I think that he's kind of try to remain true to Dole's stories are like that you know they're very at you and and to kids they're almost talking to them on an adult level but you don't talk to kids on an adult level but you you can sometimes monotone it down so it's very clear and i don't know whether that's where sometimes he's, he's i mean in his from, other but... movies he does it like when you have something weird but when you have something normal said but in an unusual inflection or the other way around or that sort of thing it can be you know to, con- to convey absurdity and all sorts of stuff yeah i agree in this it is quite overbearing Th- there is a, the, another film that we watched and i don't know if it's wes edmondson or not where the, it was similar almost all the way through the film the one with the, like the, the horrible pedo guy that was like shagging his kids friends and stuff like that there oh, was that like, a was, lot of, no, that was Todd Stollens right but there was there was quite a lot of that in Happiness. that as well you know almost like 
I don't know if that was like desensitize you from like the horrific kind of subject matter or whatever. But like I say, like as as a you know as a fucking complete layman watching this, there was so much to the to enjoy in it. But really, as I say, like diminished enjoyment because of this like delivery. Yeah, like delivery, which. For the life of me, I couldn't work out why that was the case. It, it I, I don't I know feel- who would be watching it going like, oh, do you know what? That, or someone had watched it or, or thought about it and gone, do you know what would make this so much better? Is if they all delivered it completely monotone and his, deadpan. His, like if, I would say you could draw a graph of his stylistic trajectory uh, of his films. So if you start with, I think it's called Bottle Rocket, the mm. first film could really kind of be directed by anyone and then you go up through like raw tenabams it's quirky but it's still like still yeah fairly like standardized kind of thing then you get steve zizu where you get to start getting the puppets coming into it and all that stuff and then and it it just gets more and more it's amazing the sets in that yeah same like the way the sets are on that and then it just like the trajectory is just like it's Mm. it's exponentially more wes anderson the more we we don't have like many auteurs with such a distinct Mm. like style and stuff but it's, maybe it's, it's easy to criticize him for that yeah it is easy to say it's just style over substance because i i appreciate a lot in this but it's hard to love it do you yeah. know what i mean it's just like nothing really i, just, to I, just I feel like the I, story was quite good when yeah, i started thinking the thing, about I, it i feel like with with that cast with the you know with the, like the visual stuff was brilliant the, mm. with that cast and with that story i'd have liked to have actually just seen the film mm. or the or the play like if it was a yeah. play whatever like but it like done no one talks to each other. Yeah, well, yeah. But it's the yeah. way that the story is nested as well, right? Mm. Because the story is handed off between... So it's also a bit like the yeah. experience of having the story relayed to you as well. You know? Well, it's so just it's, a, a short of it. story. You know, literally, that's what it is. Yeah. And it's it stayed that in its... In all forms. You know, yeah. in, in all forms. And maybe that's just the way that he wants to deliver them. If there are going to be a series of you know, three, four, five, maybe each one is a chapter or, or whatever it is, is a, a six. He's doing two for Netflix, isn't he? He's done, and then there's right. two other ones that are part of the same yeah. collection, but not by him. I I think they- Oh, like, that'd be interesting to see what other directors they, he do. He signed a deal some like, of his stories. years ago, and now right. they've like got him by the fucking ankles and yeah. whatever, and they're like, right, you make us some shit. You get his one of these. Yeah. Well, well I, think, I think we all appreciate it. Will you watch what? another one? Would you watch? The- I, I mean, I've watched every single. I haven't watched Asteroid City yet, but I have watched every single Wes Anderson thing. So, so then you're you're going to watch? I'll watch them. Yeah, these other one. Will you watch? Yeah, the other yeah, one. Because of these? I did enjoy this the second time yeah. around, but it was. I agree with many of Peter's like astonished bemusement. <laughs> well, it's, it's yeah, like I say, and, and again, I appreciate that. Like with other things that we reviewed, I might be the person who's like, I'm just missing the point, or I'm not getting it, and that, which is why I I, I asked the question why is it like that as opposed to me saying just oh i didn't like that it was shit it, it, like know, you did with babe oh yeah that, well that was shit but <laughs> but just trying to like get and like see if it could be explained to me why that and, choice and, and i guess wes anderson's probably the only person you can ask but other people would have got on us. board with the project yeah well and i know you've given like what you took it like as po- as a possible an explanation and maybe didn't didn't question it yourself i mean but. actors and other people they fucking love him like they all go mm. back they're multiple you know migs they're in so many of his movies so they obviously love it you know yeah yeah. Like, it must be a good guy to work work with. Yeah, yeah. Like I, like I said, it's my it was my only kind no, like, of like, is, negative takeaway. It's a curious thing in this film. Yeah. yeah. I wonder if SSS Sniper Wolf is going <laughs> to kick off such uh, <laughs> discussions. No, let's find out after this break. 
Okay, we've got you in our sights. We're back in our YouTube mm. content. Last we've time we've gone back online. Last time I think that was Ryan's world, was it? The last Ryan's time we world. ventured into was it? this sort of Charlie's Crafty Kitchen was also YouTube, not YouTube. Yeah, it was a sort of YouTube type thing. Okay, it's, okay. it's new worlds though, really for us, the content creators. So my daughter is into this. Mm. Yeah. Okay. And so she put this forward for our No, I chose the episode. Yeah, I did the, notice the, the, she's been watching it. Yeah. And it's on a YouTube account. She's so and I'm it's like checking S- it out. S S S Sniper Wolf. Sniper Wolf. Yeah. Yeah. So either named after the antagonist and boss of one of the Metal Gear Solid game franchises or a member of a major paramilitary organization under adolf hitler <laughs> so it could be either, either one may be true S- S- we don't know and she churns out youtube videos reviewing it's like a goggle box kind of thing she reviews other things on the internet reviews? every comments on, i've got comments i've got a top five reviews. the names of her top five videos just to kind of give okay. you the as in most hits yeah most, right okay I tested viral TikTok life hacks to see if they worked. That's right. got several million hits. Funniest design fails ever. Water slides you won't believe exist. Gender reveal fails. And 24 hours in a hamster ball challenge. You won't believe what's inside. Only one of which I made up. And the hamster ball one. It, that, it's, her content seems to be like, I think it's called reaction vids, right? Yeah. yeah. So she reads the kind of like meme. She reads the memes. Yeah. And the comments that are on it, and so it's so that's effectively it. piggybacking on the latest sort of viral meme and talking but about you, it, you shouting at, at you it. You look yeah. at, again; it's monetizing this kind of you know viewers and and these videos. She's churning out one a day, probably or one a week. I'm but it doesn't take sure. much fucking effort. Does um, it? No, really doesn't, and it's obviously making a, a lot of money for her. So, oh, here goes like Ryan's world again. All over again. Like, oh, everything's fine if you make money. From <laughs> no, that, I'm yeah. not. I'm not. Well, Savile made a load of money, <laughs> so you're sticking up for him now. <laughs> so it's it's another one that's yeah, it's really disappointing to say to to see again, but it's there bang you know I, millions I, of views this, each I, week you can't millions to, i know it's millions of views and i know we're just a shitty more people are watching that also than, than doing watching like you know television but this i know but she's shouting is at... so bad it's not content it's like non-tent is yeah, yeah. there's nothing to Have it you just coined that yourself i don't know maybe i, I don't I know. like it i don't know i like but that. right she like she just reads st- it's like somebody Shouts. going on a buzzfeed page and it's some clickbait article and she just reads it and then you know do, do you know what my my observation <laughs> from it what is that do you know what my observation from it is is that quite a lot of it was like i wouldn't say overtly but it was definitely like uh, it, it it was quite mean-spirited yeah and yeah. that what it was doing is like and what what i don't want to do like we're all friends here i don't want to now get into the like the but like you're you you're quite cool with your daughter no, watching this no because i like thought to myself there. i've got a daughter pretty similar age like if she was like watching that i'd just be like going like do you think like so basically what this girl is doing is just 
sending up and taking the piss out of other people yeah so in the, the first few minutes there's there's two or three like haircuts where she just fucking like uh, obliterates the... people having a shit haircut and you're like now oh, don't, now, don't get me but the wrong. video like, was don't... the best internet insults or something so that that is so maybe that was just that episode where yeah there's there's yeah. tons of other stuff that she does they're not all kind of but this is uh, what we watch it's not real this content is man. it's not I mean I don't want to be too much of a fucking snobbish elite she's got 16 million views this is not content I know. Uh, I or know. maybe i'm just a fucking but, old oh, no, I mean, no, it's just it, like... it says more about the 16 million than it does about us i think i don't like i'm uh, if it's, it's if, if absolute I... trash but i think you know when you're a dad you have to realize that you, they're not watching care bears all the time and they're not going to be into you know everything else so seeing what is and out there and things, you have it does move you know, on, it's you know, on youtube is... it's it's kind of very accessible to to kids of just about all ages and right so, there, so, so, you know, my, so. My, so moving on from like what what i said was my kind of like issue with it is that look we we're all adults like or allegedly but we what we do is like you know we'll take the piss out of each other and and do you know and make comments about things and things we've seen and everything like that but because we're adults, we're far more qualified to be able to do that in the most appropriate setting, the most appropriate way. We're not going to go into like work the next day and go, ha ha, look at your haircut, you prick, like, or whatever. We might think it or we might say it to a mate behind closed doors or whatever. But my concern <laughs> with this, I mean, we do do that, right? But my concern with this is that, you know, say if I, if I, might have, if I saw my daughter watching it, my fear would be, do you then go to school the next day? How much is that and, and send up? You? Yeah, like this kid or that kid yeah, or but that thing yeah. or whatever. How do you think Tom Hanks feels when he tunes into this and hears Sidey? I know, and no, it's it. unfortunate, and we've, we've spoken at length. <laughs> well, you've about now got that, fucking and... AI Tom Hanks as well, doubling yeah. down on that prick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, um, to, to not a big fan, then Pete. That, no, that, that I mean, concern. no, none I of don't us think are. anyone's a big fan in here. None like, of but. us are. Yeah, it is something my daughter has been. It's the fucking lowest watching. of the low. I mean, oh, it's like, so, um, and it's edited like yeah. uh, there's uh, like there's right, no okay. shot longer than like a second it's and eight a half. It feels so. That's like my other point. Is right. She's got sixteen million viewers, or however many people watch this shit on average for each. I don't know. So she she absolutely could have someone edit this and make it look really good but, but it's just you know what i felt out. like it was like ow my balls that's what it was like <laughs> yeah. in idiocracy that's what it was like yes it was basically that yeah. and but, uh, what the, the late the latest way of doing these kind of like <laughs> youtube things and so on is to make it like completely relentless Dumb. content yeah. like mm. I, so my my boys nothing like this it's like it's it's like minecraft but two people comment commenting yeah. and commentating on it but there is absolutely no let up whatsoever it's like when one's not talking the other one is and it's just like rah 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 cut 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 rah cut rah cut like that and and they're, they're consumed by it, so I under, I understand that that's the the way that at this moment in time that things are delivered. Because her her delivery actually is very much like that. It's got kind of oh, got this just this wall of like you know this American. Let's um, put it, let's just get it out there. She's fucking like decent looking. Yeah, no, she's so a, people she's will a, tune in immediately hateable when she starts yeah, but, talking. But, so there'll be young lads or younger people. Well, she's who got these going, like injected lips and or something. And if you're well. a fucking like young teenager you probably find Looks it quite funny so quite that's why they watch it it's absolutely fucking base well, yeah. level the lowest of the low shite like absolutely yeah. fucking pitifully bad would you like to hear about her pets yes 
She has had a few dogs. Kaz was her first dog. They're all, all Pomeranians. Lumpy. I didn't take its fucking turn. Yeah. <laughs> Show me shovels. Lumpy was her second one. It was initially named Luna, but changed after a couple of weeks. Tuna was her third dog, adopted in 2015. Sadly, killed by a wild coyote. It's not funny. It's not funny. It's that's the sort of shit she'd laugh at. Yeah, that is not funny. Exactly. <laughs> And, that um, happened to our friend's uh, pet. What, got attacked by a wild coyote? Yeah, Easton, what? who we used to play football with, moved, oh, right, yeah. he moved to Texas and he, and he had to ship, you know the, what we met him at? Oh, yeah. He had he shipped all his animals from Malaysia, because that's where he lived before, to Texas. And then after a few days, like they just got a, like, a ring at the doorbell, went out and someone had like a cartoon, like spinal cord and a, the remnants of a, one of his animals <laughs> is this your dog and they said i think a coyote's had one of your fucking dogs oh, is that no. well, you didn't wow. need to bring it to the fucking door <laughs> you could have put it in the bed the door. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> one of the kids <laughs> there's your dog gee whiz wow gee whiz gee willikers, gee willikers. <laughs> yeah fucking absolute this is horrible not, not i'd sooner bad. watch ryan's world non-recommend yeah. it's massive it's thumbs down yeah. yeah it's you have to you know keep an eye on what your kids watching online because this shit is out there honestly even less thought goes into that than goes into this wow wow yeah that's a warning <laughs> Right, whose choices is it next week? Oh, good question. Mm. Who's going to be here? I think it isn't mine. I think it's uh, Petri dish. It, may, it might be. Yeah. I'm yet to confirm. But you are confirmed. Um, I'm, now I think about it, I'm going to struggle. So maybe you that's always for struggle. Three, three weeks' time because I can't do the week after either. Okay, I've got some nominations. You for... do those then. Yeah. Okay, we're going to do top five submarines. Okay. Wow, yeah. we're going down. Yeah. Then, submersibles. Yeah, submersibles. And then the midweeker will be K-19 Widowmaker. Oh, okay. I've never seen that. Let's and see. the main feature will be Submarine, Richard Iowadi. All right. Film. Yeah. And then there'll be a kids thing that there will also feature Submarine. submarine. <laughs> wow. Yellow well, I was submarine. thinking about doing the Yellow Submarine movie, yeah. but I don't think we want to nominate another movie. Well, well, let's the, see. Like let's film. see what happens. But we'll we'll come up with something. So that's good, isn't it? Submarines. Yeah. Nice submarines, yeah. Good. Lovely. Mm. Right. Well, down periscope. Think on that. All that remains is to say Sidey signing out. Reeks out. Cheerio. Dan's gone. <laughs>